Hey everybody, it's good old JR Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling, and you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. We are broadcasting from the Whalen Corporation studios overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. To my far left, my tag team partner, a man who doesn't think, who thinks people are too stupid to have a good time and he doesn't speak pig, Diamond Dave Damone. To my immediate wow. right, Master Thespian, King of the Grill, <laughs> knower of all the stats, the answer. To my left, a man who's when he's not lifting 45-pound plates, he's eating well-done steaks, the Appleton Oak, <laughs> Dave Bay. And I am Mason Quinn. I didn't think of anything cool for myself because I'm a giver. This is the Bad Medicine Podcast. I thought you were going to say eater of cupcakes. You're a giver, all right. Well done steaks, man. It's been a lot of years. I stopped eating well done steaks when I was 19 years old. We've been over this. Thinking how many more competitions you would have won if you'd have that jaw of steel. I just just feel like had I enjoyed eating meat when I was younger or steak, I would have eaten more of it and, you know, had the potential to be a larger child in my teens. Teenager mm. for having consumed more meat. For those of you who haven't caught uh, <clears throat> any of our previous podcasts, my mother always cooked steaks like ultra well done, and I hated meat the entire time. I shouldn't say meat, I hated steaks <laughs> my entire childhood. And then one time when I was 19 years old, I had a steak done medium rare at TGI Fridays, and it was like amazing. It's like the first time I heard White Snake. <clears throat> and if you want to be amazed, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, bang that bell, smash that subscribe button. Fellas, the likes are free. Utah, get into it tonight. What an idiot. How, if you had to guess, how much longer would you say a Suburban is than a Tahoe? Two feet. Don't they make a, uh, a Tahoe the same length? Because isn't the Tahoe GMC and the Suburban Chevy? Isn't a Tahoe a and a Suburban are sh- both Chevy. Okay, then the Tahoe is shorter by probably, I don't think it's like 18 inches or something. Dave? I'm going to say that it's longer by two feet. The Tahoe he's saying is shorter. Yeah. I'm going to go the opposite and say longer, just for shits and giggles. The Tahoe wouldn't be longer than a Suburban, you dumbass. Andrew, how much, how much longer is a Suburban than a Tahoe? <laughs> he's looking it up. Well, I am. I am Stats and research. We're supposed to come off by, uh, your 20, head. By, 20, by two feet. It's 20 inches. I said 18 20, inches. 20, 20, a 2020 20 oh, yeah. is a 2020 Suburban. Two, 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 224 for the Suburban, 220, or, uh, 200 for the for the. Uh, oh, Tahoe it is 24. Tahoe. I was maybe I got the yeah, 2019. 224. Stats. Yeah, but what's the Tahoe? I just told you I thought the it Tahoe. was 204. Uh, it said 200. Oh, what year is that? 2021? I just looked at oh, Andrew's looking at oh, fancy. Oh, two, okay, that, see, you went 204. Before. So 20 inches. Anyhow, I got a buddy who's trying to tell me I don't need a Suburban. Longer? Just go Is with the, the Tahoe. And no, then he was saying instead of the Tahoe, I should go with the Hyundai Telluride. Which is, let's just slow down a second. Sorry. I'm a, and I'm a GMC person through and through, so I don't even like your Fords. Although the old Ford um, excursions it was a beast. were pretty cool. My brother cool. had one of those. They, they, you know, they, the had the, they had the Ranger, then they had the Expedition, then they had the Excursions. Well, they had the Explorer. The or excuse me, the, the Explorer, yeah. the Expedition, and the Excursion. Built on the the Excursions frame. were pretty cool. But I've always been uh, a GMC type person for box. the most part. So I was thinking about, you know, hey, do I get a yeah? It's because it's getting to be get that a suburban. You. Otherwise, you, uh, GMC TikTok. does just Yukon and Yukon XL, so they don't have a different name yeah, for their. Well, the Denali, their, I think, is the high. 
trim level on the Yukon Denali. Yeah, but Denali is a trim level. Yeah. XL is the length of yeah, the, the vehicle. Length. You're all messed up right well, now. I don't know if you're he talking about luxury or length. Know about GMC. Tahoe, is, Tahoe is just the model. Suburban is longer. In both, you can get your your SLT, SLT2, LTZ, LTZ2, and then in Yukon. You're just throwing out letters. And you, no. I'm thinking in, of the avalanche. In, in Yukon, <laughs> you get Yukon, you get Yukon XL, and then they have their trim levels, and Denali is just the high trim level. The preferred car trim. of Karen's everywhere, by the way. Yeah. White Yukon. Book it. Yeah. I think the, uh, I think the Tahoe goes up as high as like an LTZ2, which is essentially is going to be pretty much most of the same features as a Denali, which is going to be most of the same features as an Escalade other than a fancy clock and the running boards that slide out and stuff like that. Although Denali might have that now. Is your better half going to be able to get in there with uh, a six inch lift and like 38 inch tires on it? I can't even, uh, I can't even lift um, a truck right now with my, uh, I have an older house and the garage door is low. Oh, so even when I bought my FJ cruiser, um, you know, they sit a little high stock. Uh, I had to get, uh, I had to get one without a rack on top. That's the low garage door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was, yeah, uh, you don't need a garage door. It's a funny story. It. So when I was 20 years old, right? No, it wasn't 20. I was 18, right? Mm-hmm. Summer after high school, I got a job that working for a roofing sense. company, Vanda Raleigh tile roofing. We went all over the Midwest. Anyhow, we were doing a job in Madison. All these roofer guys would get done with the work and it didn't matter what day of the week it was. They would sit around and drink. And I was like 18. I'm like, oh, I want to go like down by state street, you know, and I'm like, chase, can I chase the ladies? Can I take the work fan? There was no Uber at the time. You know, you get taxi. Like, yeah, go ahead and take the work fan. I don't care. So I had to work. You know, I pulled into a parking ramp with it. <laughs> <laughs> the ladder was oh, still on no. top. Not even thinking, just rolling into the parking ramp. Also, <laughs> what the you fuck see is wrong with that guy? <laughs> you just, you just see, that's exactly what it was. Also, everybody looks, and I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, hey, your ladder. I'm like, yeah, got it. <laughs> like, my bad. Oh, I'm not gonna yeah. say a word about this. <laughs> Nothing. The ladder is all scratched up anyhow. So nobody. It wasn't like I came in in a full head of steam. Yeah, you were being <laughs> gentle. Did oh, that? You just knocked. In off any regard. My buddy was trying to tell me that a, a, a Suburban is only six inches longer than a Tahoe. I said, you get the hell out. And we just it's proved 20, him wrong. That's what I said. 20, right? You heard it here from right here. It's how it was happening live. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting. I told him, but I didn't tell him that I Googled it. I just, I just told him, I just told him 20 inches. Now I'm waiting for him to come man. back and say, no way. And then boom, I'm going to hit him with send the it knowledge. To him. Gonna I just send a screenshot of the Google. I just can't believe you recommended a Hyundai to you. No, those ten, those Telluride, somebody that I work with had one. I don't know whose it was because I just looked at it in the parking lot, but they're, they're, they're nice, nice materials. Uh, I think it's a, uh, I was going to say, I thought it's a, like a 10-speed transmission on those. Mm-hmm. 100,000-mile warranty. Well, you know. Well, you know, you're going to use it. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to need it. You're going to need it. That's why we gave it to you, because you're going to use it. Yeah, I was. I drove a couple of Hyundais. Granted, they were cars as rentals, but. Oh, God. He's I, trying to I swear. I swear flag, the engines. Their flagship SUV. No, no. This, the was their, ride. this was their high-end Their high end sedan that they were putting and on. And it the was a rental? Side. And it was a rental, but it wasn't their high end sedan. Yeah, it didn't even have cruise. Oh, Come I, on, I had that Dodge, Ru- the Dodge Ram Rebel for a for a oh, rental, and that was like bottom of the barrel Rebel. Yeah. Like the touchscreen was like this big. Yeah. Well, anyways, the the engine and transmission sounded like they were made out of cheese. 
Ford. Wouldn't recommend it. He knows everything about Ford, just not everything else. <laughs> hey, there, there's other brands that are great, What's too. What's the difference between a Tahoe and a Suburban? Isn't that like a trim level? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Now GM's always throwing their different names all over what the place. Ford has? Just come X, back with the K5T, Lariat. Get yourself Ford a Forerunner. What does Ford do for trim levels for like um, the F-150? Well, oddly enough, they do advertise on the <laughs> NFL halftime show. <laughs> week two. Well, apparently we're two. not talking trucks anymore. We're going to roll right into NFL week two. And Dave's over there like, <laughs> come on, let's get to it. <laughs> like, all right, it's because this guy doesn't yeah. know shit about trucks. No, the guy who keeps God. 85. That's the temperature he keeps inside of his Ford <laughs> Escape. Right. You want 80, eighty-five <laughs> degrees. And it was the summer. No, Anyhow, it was, Andrew, it was a cold night, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Why you got a point at me <laughs> like that, doing that to me? I wasn't even there. I'm inside, just sweating. <laughs> it's just hot in here. Whoa, to me. I look at the thermostat. Now you're seeing how you're in his ride, sweating. What, what are we? Let's we're the, going off the rails. We are. Let's describe what Dave was wearing, though. Dave was wearing a jacket parka. He was wearing his little ankle thingy sweatpants that he has to brag about. And his leggings, joggers, <laughs> joggers. Thank you. And joggers. what kind of shoes are you wearing right now? I'm wearing a uh, white New Balance. I'm wearing a. Uh, he was wearing his Jordans that day. My Metcons. I probably had my Jordans on. Dude, none of that is relevant whatsoever. Uh, because yeah, to, no, because nobody should have their thermostat in their car set to eighty five. Was he supposed to wear board shorts and a tank top? Well, he could this have. was March though. Unless you literally find somebody who's just got pulled out of like a frozen lake, where they're like, "Quick, get the thermostat <laughs> as high as it him. goes." <laughs> eighty five. Oh, well, life likes it toasty. Eighty five isn't toasty. It's a sauna. It's a sound. It's it was like just, a sound. Uh, it was just sound. Like Andrew was fine. So the Packers won today, huh? Yeah, Big win, forty-two to twenty-one. I'm gonna have to say fifteen and one this this week. <laughs> now, guys, they just 50. world beaters. They beat the Lions. Well, and back the to back, hey, back to yeah, back to back weeks with uh, defensive points. You know, so uh, last week back to back six division wins. Yeah, that's, that's always, always huge. Big. Are the first two games of the season always division games? Though no, I was what, gonna say they, they kind of did that a little bit this year with a few a lot. They had a lot of division games this uh, last week, but uh, the only one that is technically always going to be division is uh, is week seventeen because they want yeah, them they to want make, them to matter, matter. ratings. Mm-hmm. They got to have a matter. Mm-hmm. So they put up another forty burger today. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. making it look easy. I tell you, I don't know what Rogers did. He, he said he was uh, handed the ball off. <laughs> he handed it off. He, he still threw for over two hundred. Yeah, I but he uh, he got a little bit of help today from his oh, running yeah. back, including a seventy-five yard touchdown yep. run is that the longest well granted we're only of, in week two but i got to imagine that's the longest touchdown run of the uh, season that so guy far. from san fran ripped one off for like 80 I think. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wasn't that a pass though i thought that was, was like it? a quick hitter over the middle oh, just yeah. might have been accelerated i don't have stats and research Look it up. So, what do you what do you get? Oh, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it was a, another good win for the Packers. Uh, obviously, a slow start in uh, in the first quarter, but um, I think a lot of teams are really still trying to shake off the rust from not having preseason games. And I was one of those people who was like, "Eh, preseason's like practice, anyhow." But yeah. I suppose you know, there's a difference between going live and practice and just getting a different look from another team. And, um, you know, obviously when, you know, when there's a lot more on the line, when you're actually playing the games, nerves are going to come mm-hmm. into play. I mean, that's the other thing. You don't really even get any time for these rookies or yeah, these yeah. new guys in starting Here positions to shake mm-hmm. off any preseason nerves. 
just like, okay, division games. Yep. You know, if you don't screw up, you think about it though, defenses are probably going to play a little bit of catch up now uh, after probably week four or five. I feel like the offenses now are going to be kind of flying well, for the if, most if part. The Packers receivers could work on catching balls. That's uh, my only issue. How many drops today? Uh, like seven. Well, like I know Jace had that that tight stone burn, <laughs> that stone hands, and dropped yeah. the one where he had like twenty yards ahead of him. They ended up only. Yeah, Rodgers would have had like three hundred yards passing if his receivers. I do have Devonte Adams on my fantasy team, and I did see he was what. <laughs> I don't have any bears on either of mine. He was injured. Why right? would you? That, that was <laughs> the <laughs> auto draft. Remember? <laughs> you were so pissed. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, speaking of bears though, Diamond Dave, Trubisky does it yet again. Dude. Folks, that guy is a winner. So I want to go back to he last should be week. Number 12 I do want to go winner. I, I want to go back stats here for it's, Trubisky. Go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll let no, me read ahead. you the stats, Dave. Mitch today, 190, two for two. So when I say two for two, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 78 passer rating. <laughs> hey, dude. Did but did they win? They, Yes, Quinn, they Despite did. Despite his best efforts, they won. That's <laughs> all that matters. 78 passers. He's getting dumb. Hey, how'd your quarterback do today? Well, we won. That's how you know. Well, well, we well hey, we're, we're babied with having a quarterback that always is in the triple digits. We've 80. been babied your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hey, much. 80, yeah, 85 to... Yeah, I, I don't really remember 91, 92 is when I really started remembering. And gosh, I remember my favorite that, player, Sterling Sharp, was on that team. Well, speaking of overrated players. Oh, Jesus well, Before we get there, though, let me let me backtrack a little bit. I did say Trubisky is garbage as a quarterback, not as a human. So all you Aww, Trubisky backers. That's so nice. No, I know not, last we, week. We're not, well, you've got you've to uh, have a prerequisite or whatever it's called. Well, all year. Like, no, you can't but just, I mean, there's a big know. difference. Like, you could say, hey, he's a nice guy, but he sucks. But, like, we look, when we're talking about football, if we're going after somebody's character we'll make it clear yes. that we're going after somebody's character yes. if i say oh this person mm-hmm. sucks you know then just just this is, yeah this is just guy talk. talk it's not like hey trubisky's a trash human being yeah. he's a trash <laughs> quarterback i no. saw him kick I'm a like, dog oh, so-and-so <laughs> should go yeah. play checkers in the middle of the highway for an hour that I don't like them as a person. Right. But real quick, I want to get these, uh, this off my chest here. He, the run game for the Bears is better than last year because of the new offensive line coach. The ducks that Trubisky throws, dude, I don't know how he is getting these pass, he's a passes winner. off. It, the, the ball <laughs> is end over end or super wobbly. One pick finally came out of that today. Dude, they're bad ducks. I don't even know how he got a touchdown today out of, out of the one duck. Is there it's anything? Terrible. Is there anything sadder than watching an NFL quarterback <laughs> throw, throw a duck? Just a duck. He throws like what? Quinn shoot, uh, does hook shots. Just, you're just like <laughs> even what then, the it's still, Quinn still throws a jet ball at least with <laughs> ninety mile an hour. <laughs> it's terrible. And then broke five backboards. I do understand the defense is playing the Giants this year, but. Come on, the defense, they, they, they're up, they kind of dominate, then they kind of come down, and almost today they almost blew it. If it wasn't for an offensive pass interference that ran out the game clock, probably would have lost today. So the defense, again, I'll still give them a pass because this is early in the season. None of them had any preseason to go off from. But this is, is the same unit except for like two or three guys. I will say the rookie, uh, Johnson, is doing very well. Since he had no preseason, because I know you mentioned that with the rookies. So he's doing actually pretty yeah. well. But Trubisky is not the long-term answer here, yes, folks. Yes, he is. He's no, your he's guy. Not. And Sign you that Trub- man up. All you Trubisky backers, all you Trubisky backers know it. Yeah, he say. is not the end 
game for the Chicago Bears. Ten year contract. So what do the Bears got to do? So next year they just you draft. You almost if you're a Bears fan, you almost just can't be satisfied with drafting a new quarterback unless can't. it's like Trevor. Never, they had their one opportunity, but with you Watson. never know. You need Before like Mahomes. somebody to come in who's just a good quarterback. You know when they brought Jay Cutler in from Denver, I mean he was pretty good at the time. But you, they need to just bring in <laughs> somebody who's like I don't know, like an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, hey, you know what? I would not be surprised. Chance, uh, depending on who the regime is, I I'm, I don't know. I don't know if pace would be. I don't know if pace would be. Are we still talking? It's like he was. It was like he was in the. It was like he was in the room with them. But I don't know if Nagy or Pace will be there by the time Rogers is cut in two years. But with the way he's playing now, I I think it's kind of obvious at this point that the whole Jordan Love draft was just something done to upset Rogers and light a fire under him. Because has that guy even put on a pair of shoulder pads yet this season? (laughs) You know what, Quinn? Yeah, you didn't even suit up. So, so here's an interesting theory, Quinn, that I have not heard anybody bring up Rodgers has had a few mediocre years right right yep. well, we by know his he's by his standards <laughs> yep we know he's, he's incredibly his. talented and there's yep. a lot of gas left in the tank so the head coach and the GM sit like, down and say all right how are we going to get Rodgers to really perform like we know he's yeah, capable he's of next year. Well, hey, through what can season. motivate him? Did you see what we, they did in Chicago? They, they they traded for a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. What well, we can't we, do that. What no, if we drafted a quarterback that, that, traded, that uh, nobody's first, ever heard of? First, that could be his successor. First round trade up quarterback Dave. draft. Just piss Rodgers off so he goes out there and plays angry and he's the Aaron Rodgers that we need him to be. That's brilliant. Book it. We're drafting a quarterback <laughs> first round and we're going to move up for him. That's it's a really it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just a, too dumb it's a, to work. It's a, <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it see plays it. out. What do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, I hate to think yeah. they wasted a draft pick just to motivate Rogers, but could it be? I want to. I want to get the guy. One. I want the guy from Ancient Aliens to be like, could it be? Is they draft a quarterback to motivate their existing Hall of Famer? Well, oh, would you Hall of say there's a possibility that they could have? Is done it possible that, that the quarterback <laughs> draft? Was to motivate. Hey, well, the Packers are probably like, hey, our first round picks never friggin' work out anyway. So what's the difference? AJ Hawk, he was solid. So you have to go back to 2005. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Ted Thompson. 2006. I'm sorry. Uh, We don't gotta bring anybody in. We're just gonna draft them. You know what I find again? The thing I find interesting about the NFL chatter that we're kind of doing here right now is you can always tell how good your team is by how long of an explanation you have to give as to how their performance was on Sunday. Like with us, with the Packers, they can be like, ah, they came out there, they kicked ass, they went home and called it a day. Dave's over here has <laughs> got to go on for like 30 minutes. I'm trying to give some more explanation besides just saying Trubisky sucks, move on. That's all you need to say, though. He He can't. He just can't. He sucks. Bears won. Move on. I mean, God, it's just how many. Andrew, how many starting quarterbacks had the Bears have since Brett Favre? So it's It's like like 30. It's literally like 30. Yeah, they've yeah. been to the Super since Bowl. They've been, Rogers the, they've been to the Super Bowl once since '85 with '85 and '06 with sexy, with sexy Roxy Grossman and Lovey. Oh, Lovey was a good coach. I mean, who gets fired at <laughs> ten and thirty? It was thirty on the dot between 30 Favre and thirty. In the, listen to this statistic. This 
I don't know. It's a beautiful statistic if you're a Packers fan, and a horrible statistic you if you're a Bears fan. Well, we, since Brett Favre's starting year, Andrew. Well, since '92, it says uh, "Ding dong, the witch is dead." Well, not really dead, but a little dog. Right, forty-two Bears quarterback changes since '92 mm-hmm. alone. Since Brett I don't Favre, think that's true. Since Brett Favre, that might include backups. Yeah. The Bears have had starters. That's why. Granted, I mean, yeah, so it could have been like back and forth in one season. But that the was, Bears have that was had 42 different starting quarterbacks. 42 different starting quarterbacks since Brett Favre started as a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and we've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And then what did Flynn play? Two Flynn, Flynn yeah. Scott Tolzien, and then uh, Brett Hundley. Yeah. yeah, when Rodgers went out. That's during the Rodgers era, though. Yeah, but that's when he went out for an injury. Yeah, that's but, not yeah. Like, we'll even be oh, fair shit, about we need a different quarterback. That's yeah. not a 42 starting quarterbacks in the time that Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers were. The Bears the only franchise to not have a 4,000 yard quarterback. Uh, <laughs> fine. Let's say it's yeah. 30. Let's yeah, say it's 30. Oh, that case. A little more like it. Uh, you, could, 30. you could field the starting offense and defense with those quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, For all you guys listening God. overseas, that'd be like having 30 strikers on your uh, football team. I believe you call it soccer. Football. And pace. Sign A Rob already. Get the deal done. Otherwise, just blow up the team. That's all I got to say. Pace? Oh, Rob, who are these guys you talking about? Ryan Pace, the GM for the Chicago Bears. Oh, I thought Alan I thought Robinson. it was still that old lady calling the shots. Allen Robinson, the uh, Bears' uh, number one wide uh, receiver, the we, top one of the top three wide receivers I in the game. We're going live. Are we calling Mr. Viking himself, the Spiking Viking? Well, he's probably going to tell us about how good Kirk Cousins is. Yeah, I hope you he like does. that. He's going to have a nice soliloquy, hey, just like the you Vikings did for win today. No, they put up three. <laughs> we're trying to get trying to get Dobbin live in the podcast. <laughs> Vikes. So we got two two and teams. Yes, and two o teams in the NFC North. That's fantastic. I, you know, um, is it time in the podcast to go into the answer power rankings of the NFL? You know, I was. You should have did a better lead in. Uh, Brand new for the podcast for your 2020 NFL season. Andrew, the answer is going to be doing his power rankings each year, ranking teams each one year. through five each week. Rather, in the NFL, we want to know what you guys think about the answers power rankings. Andrew, take it away. All right, here we go. We're going to zoom. Oh, Whoa. no. Whoa. We'll start at number five with the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody loves Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson, their defense is starting to play, but now they're actually looking to Russell Wilson to be more than just Mr. Handoff. I mean, he's got DK Metcalf that always helps as a big. He's a stud. Big, brutal wide receiver. I don't think John Snyder gets enough credit for the draft that he's been doing over the years. I know he gets ripped a lot for like – he can't do anything with round one and two, but it's always in the mid rounds where he is That's scoring talent. Because he came from the Packers organization. They never draft Damn. well. Damn. Then you have number four, the defending Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs. That uh, might be luck. Yeah. Wow. Well, right now, you know, the game's not over yet, but they're uh, struggling with the charges. Showtime Mahomes. You going to bet against them? Guy's doing State Farm ads with Rodgers. Andrew has him as his top five. They're That's still in the top five, good. and it's after a week, you know, really. But, I mean, right now, Mahomes is 19 of 31 for – who anytime 161 and only one touchdown and yeah. they only mustered nine points against the Chargers. Now, anytime you got to air out the ball that much. <laughs> not then better. number three, the Saints, because after they just manhandled you know the Buccaneers last week, <laughs> and then, you just did that because you don't like 
Tommy terrific. Dude, the Saints oh, yeah, the are Buccaneers. good. No, the Saints are really good. I mean, he they, said, he likes that, that number seven. Andrew's got a crush on that guy. Yeah. Oh, he's so, Taysom Hill, he's baby. so hey. diverse and so oh, handsome. Your favorite coach ever, low football IQ. Is, you saw nothing in him. Nothing. No. Old Mike McCarthy. Boy, they pulled one out of their ass today, but oh. we'll get to that. Yeah. Then number two, I have the Ravens with uh, the, the defending NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson. They seem Crushing. like they just have a complete team. I mean, granted, it was the Browns that are just a dumpster fire, but but they they, they, they beat the Bengals. I mean, and despite only having six thousand fans at their stadium, they still managed to have a fight. Well, yeah. am I the only person who can't hear the name Lamar without thinking <laughs> Revenge of the Birds? Limp-wristed throwing <laughs> wait, style. Where do you see Lamar's javelin? Worms versus the master in aerodynamics. He's just on the side. Lamar's javelin to compliment his limp-wristed throwing style. Some people are I like just, what. Oh God, I love Lamar. He was the oh, he was the yeah. best. What a great Tim and Booger. I mean, just the characters. Oh, Booger was the best one. We gotta stay on topic. All right, All right. stay on topic. And then uh, and drum roll. Number one. Number one. Your favorite team and mine. The Green Bay Packers. No bias here. That's huh? right. Uh, so there's Andrew, your full. Oh, gonna, look at. Just leave it up there like that well, here for a second. Well, I was going to say, I, such a great job with the picture with me next time. Yeah, you look, you look just gotta, handsome. Yeah, yeah. Just got to get the whole thing in wide. So yeah, why don't get, you explain get, get, the get Packers it, no, quick? Yeah. Yeah, why the Packers. Why there's no bias on it, obviously. No, they are no, no, who no, we no. thought they were. No, I mean, right now, they are pl- they have Rodgers playing angry. If, oh, you know, yeah. For whatever <laughs> reason. And then today we saw the running game was is starting to come to fruition yep. bring in with Aaron Jones and <laughs> oh boy read him the keep going sorry so, yeah. And, but yeah and then like yes their defense is giving up points but that's like at the end of the game yeah, where it's garbage just time. garbage they're time being they're just playing prevent instead yeah. of you know but you you think the Packers as number one is legit and it's right not just now. favoritism we're gonna bring in ah, we're gonna bring in our uh, our resident expert here oh. Hey, I do. We should swing back because I want you to explain what you're basing these rankings off of. <laughs> oh, shit. Dabber, what can you hear us? You are live on the Bad Medicine Podcast. Hello. What's up, guys? All right, hey. Dabber. So we're doing a new weekly segment here oh, called no. The Answers Power Rankings in the NFL. And I think we are going to, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a, a power move here on Bad Medicine Podcast. Oh. After we get the answers rankings, You've if Dabber's available, we're going to uh, we're gonna bring Nick Dobson, everybody's favorite, uh, favorite Bad Medicine Podcast fan here live. Uh, Nick, I want to read you The Answers Power Start Rankings. Five. Start with five. Okay. Starting with five and, and see how you like them. And maybe I can read you the whole list and so you have a frame of reference as to where people are so he's got the seahawks at number five he's got he's got the chiefs at number four all right he's got the saints at number three okay yeah that's fail the ravens at number two oh boy and the green bay packers at number one in his power rankings Oh, come on. I yeah, those all seem like those all seem like fail. So you, th- wow, we have Thank Dauber you. actually agreeing Thank with you. Andrew. So Dauber, you feel like for face. you feel like for a, a week two power rankings, Seahawks, Chiefs, Saints, Ravens, and Packers is fair. Yeah, because I think the Packers look really good. Um, Unfortunately, I I, <laughs> I I can't really say anything bad because I kicked our ass last week. Now, when you Dabber say is our a ass. Vikings fan, so yeah, when Dabber yeah, refers yeah, to you. as our, he's a Vikings fan. Go ahead, Andrew uh, Dabber. Where would you put the Vikings one to thirty-two right now? Uh, Sixty. 
16? 16. 16. So you put them middle, right in the middle of the pack? Of the pack. Aren't no, 68. 68. Okay. Oh, 68. <laughs> oh, 68. So it's like they're behind some Division they're One behind. schools. How about, uh, how about uh, the, um, the the Buccaneers? I, I got I to gotta get your opinion on how uh, how Tom Brady's team is faring right now. Um, they, they are middling right now. They are top, top 16. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, they're in the top 16. Thank you. They're in the top 16. So top half of the league, but you're not really putting them up there in the top 10 or the top Thanks. five. Not yet. We got some other. All right, Dauber, we're going to get back to our podcast. But uh, Thanks, uh, Dauber, we appreciate Thanks you joining in. in. We're going to have you on our future episodes because uh, we want to uh, – uh, we want to hear how you feel, uh, Andrew. Hey, top you five picks love are going. You guys. Uh, you guys have a great podcast. All right, see Dauber. We'll check in with you later. Uh, all right, that kind of blew up That's, Dave's face. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we'll get no because look. Well, he was saying that. Was da- remember, it's after two <laughs> weeks. Dauber so. will disagree with Andrew vehemently and about openly. Yeah. So we don't have to worry eight, about that. It's going to be very yeah. When, it, when we get to later on the season, where it's like, you know, I will okay, say, not on. saying these are easy to do. I mean, anyone can do a power ranking, right? But. What are you basing this off of? Uh, these five teams right here. What's your criteria Instinct, for the rankings? Well, Dave, well the, I, the eye test. <laughs> the eye test. You know, you, you ask kicker. Watch it. You see how they perform on the field and how. I mean, this is, Saints probably had the had the most competition of anyone on this list though right now. But the Chiefs right now aren't looking too good against the Chargers. So maybe the Chargers with uh, Herbert uh, coming Justin in. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Maybe that was a change they needed. Then so it makes them tough. Their defense has already been pretty solid but you're going against Mahomes who like they said today was the first quarter he had a career low percentage in the first no quarter kid. shutting them down yeah. do you but think- then they went right down the field but then they haven't been able to do that since so here's a question and don't anybody get political on me or I will kick you from the backside rear in your, yeah whatever <laughs> in the buttocks in my, my bottom yeah. so honest question here so and, and don't anybody again Please don't anybody get political. So Colin Kaepernick had, what, two amazing years, one just really phenomenal year until people kind of figured out how to play defense against this guy, right? Yep. Except the Packers. I thought the guy was Superman because he looked like Superman every well, time he played the Packers. So, so, so when Kaepernick yeah. was on his game, he was just incredible. Um, that faded really fast, and I don't know whether he lost a step or whether teams just figured out, okay, this is how we have to adjust. Look, when you have enough game footage of somebody playing, you can say, okay, when this you know receiver here or this running backs here or this offensive lineman does this this is what's going to happen and granted it's really early in the season and we know Patrick Mahomes is an incredibly talented player but do you feel like Andrew there's the possibility of Patrick Mahomes's level of play scaling back from what we've seen over the past few years if teams really learn how to play defense against him I don't think so because uh, Kelsey's always going to get open so is Tyreek Hill they're always going to get open and he is a he is a pure pocket passer he doesn't he does use his legs to maybe get you know out of situations but he throws from the pocket you know got to be like 90% of the time or even when he's rolling to his right or left he's he's he runs out of necessity he like, wants to keep the play runs, going yes yeah, right. he, he's like, like Rogers. Russell Wilson and these were like these Rogers were discussions too. that we had about Lamar Jackson as well yeah. people were like okay look at the way he's you know he's had what he set the record for the most, most rushing, rushing yards rushing for a quarterback and he had more rushing yards than what was it like half of the teams in the yeah, NFL something like or, or something crazy like that um but um 
you know, it's it's just one of those situations where when somebody's like that dynamic, you even just a, even just a handful of games where they look off, you're like, oh man, oh, I wonder. This it? It? Yeah, I wonder if people figured him out. You Maybe know? this is the wall <laughs> that they're hitting. Yeah, but I don't think so. Well, to to Lamar Jackson for these first two games so far this year, he is kind. Of, don't get me wrong, he has ran a little bit, but he's trying real hard to stay back in the pocket, create the place to you know keep him running longer like Pat Mahomes and everything. I, so. I can't imagine he doesn't like to get hit by linebackers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he'll run. There's some design plays, obviously, where he runs or sometimes yeah. he runs. You have different glasses. Yeah, these are my new ones. Week. These are my uh, Kimi Raikkonen glasses. Let me see those. Things. I mean, he's got 204 yards passing today and 48 yards rushing. Yeah, so, so that's a prime example right there that he's trying to stay more pocket than anything. But with Tom Brady today, the Bucks actually pulled <laughs> – nice. The Bucks actually pulled off a victory. I know we kind of alluded to that a little bit. Well, their defense yep. forced four turnovers is that what that was well, that's, the defense actually showed up today yes well so, they weren't playing the saints though either that have a really solid know, the saints are really good on all well they just had to stop mccaffrey that's all that i heard have. didn't he get hurt can you look that up to see if he got hurt i'm gonna see how he's i thought he got I, hurt yeah i thought he uh did well and while the answer is looking that up i want to ask you guys because you know power rankings can always be very uh let's just say not the most accurate in the world i mean a lot of factors go in there. Things like injuries happen. Is there any teams out there you guys think would be a dark horse to kind of watch out for? I know I've got one I that got I one. think is. So uh, I guess we can start with Dave since you're looking that up. Yeah, I, you know, dark horse for me, and, and I don't feel like they should really be called a dark horse because of where they were at last year. But I feel like nobody's talking about Tennessee this year. That's good. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking. Oh, well, you know, you know, the Chiefs, and there's so much buzz going on with all these teams, and it's. It's like nobody's talking about Derrick Henry stiff arming people <laughs> ten feet into the dirt, and nobody been able to stop him. Where's Tennessee at so far this this season? They won today. Record? They beat the Jags. Okay. They're one and one. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. one and one. Um, but I just feel like nobody's talking about them. I don't know that they lost. From what I understand, they didn't lose a lot of really big impact yeah. players. Mm-hmm. And you know, granted, Tannehill is they not. Got, you know, they only uh, won by three though. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, because I think come late in the season, when you got a team that's a bruiser and has old lines that punch you in the face and a running yeah, back I just, that smashes I you I just feel like, December, look, they were a game away from the Super Bowl last year. I, yeah. I just feel like nobody's talking about them. And granted, you know, Patrick Mahomes had that huge, you know, historical offseason deal, so everybody wants to talk about him. And mm-hmm. look, maybe in Tennessee people are talking about him, <laughs> but I just don't feel like there's a lot of buzz about that team. And uh, so as far as it feels weird to say dark, course but yeah. that's my I, I feel like when you have a run Derek Henry to me is a, an incredibly unique running back mm-hmm. and I feel like when you have somebody like him on your team and even a halfway decent offensive line there's my like I said I hate to say yeah, that dark, dark horse, horse but, but just somebody that I, I don't feel like people are talking about this yeah year. I think it's the quarterback thing you know I think everybody looks for the sexy quarterback to hey to Tannehill threw four today you know, well, four no, that's what I'm saying. That's Damn. sexy. Yeah. I will, Diamond Dave, but I want to oh, quick though. Christian McCaffrey is set to have an MRI on his ankle tomorrow. Yikes! Ooh. Big loss for Carolina if it turns out to be bad. Huge. He's got a bunch of brothers that are coming up through the college <laughs> ranks, so they can just pick <laughs> another really? one. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. They'll kill it. Uh, so my dark horse team, I do want to say, is the Arizona Cardinals man with uh, the addition of DeAndre Hopkins for Kyler Murray. Oh, Jim Ross's favorite, Kyler Murray. Yeah, dude mm. is. Uh, what Hopkins had over 10 catches for over 150 yards last week. I think he's again, tearing it up this week. They were up last time I saw earlier today was up 17, 0, 20, 0, something like that. 
Yeah, I just think uh, with their defense now. And 27-9. Yeah, prime example right there. And who are they playing again? Uh, Washington football team. Okay, so granted, today is against <laughs> Washington, but last week today. they beat the 49ers pretty e- – not easily, but yeah. they Mur- had their way for most Murray of Murray right now has uh, 240 passing with a touchdown, a pick, and then uh, seven carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, so and Hopkins be, wow. has uh, seven for 60 and a touchdown. See, those two are just dynamite on the field, and their defense is improving every week. Uh, like I said, last week they beat the 49ers, who in some uh, would – prior to Bosa getting taken out for the season, uh, a tough task to beat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now with Bosa gone, I think the 49ers are going to be hurt. But my dark horse mm-hmm. is uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I think they're going to do great during the regular season, but come playoff time, we'll see what they're made of. Yeah, that's a good point. Playoffs are when, uh, you know, when it makes a decision or when it becomes important because it's easy to go through, you know, a good chunk of the season and beat up on a bunch of teams that aren't mm-hmm. even going to be in the playoffs. You know, it's when you Packers. get to the playoffs that, that really matters. <laughs> hey. hey, 14 and two, you heard it here first, but uh, uh-huh. my dark horse, you know, this maybe isn't based on facts of how well they play, but just the fact they have one of my favorite quarterbacks, Phillip rivers. I'm going to say the Indianapolis Colts, despite Jimmer say that's <laughs> a bitch. Pat I'm going to say the, team. the Indianapolis <laughs> McCaffrey played on the Colts. Dude, come on. Yeah, yes. he, he was their punter for eight years. Just to pop himself again, folks. I love Phillip Rivers. I love the way he plays. I love when he starts Gosh, screaming and his head just turns into a tomato. <laughs> for that reason alone, I, I could see the Colts possibly – you know, having some upsets, giving some teams trouble throughout the uh, season. Who Andrew, how they do today for just a recap? The Colts. Mm-hmm. I based it on no facts. I don't know right, if they're right. zero and two or one and one. Well, or just whatever. to kind of give a little insight. Yeah, they, they beat the Vikings twenty-eight to eleven. Oh, perfect. See? Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry had 116 yards today. Pulled up the stats yeah. for the team. Henry's a fucking beast. You know, you know what worries maybe total. He had 84 rushing yards. Oh, is this yeah. Well, the, the thing yeah, that, that worries me about a lot of these guys, and man, and, and I'm starting to think about it with the Packers as we're talking, is guys like Aaron Jones producing, guys like, you know, Bakhtiari's mm-hmm. a stud. They're going to need some wideouts. Like, they're going to need money to start paying guys. And we've talked about this on the yeah, podcast before about having too much money wrapped up in one player and how do you do that balancing act. And, you know, hopefully, uh, if my prediction stands true, the Pack makes it to the promised land, wins a Super Bowl this this year and then you can worry about that stuff later because quite honestly if they win a super bowl i don't care what they do for the next three four years you know <laughs> they got to rebuild or do what they got to do that's fine but man it's just the money issue really really becomes it an issue for hurts teams. a lot of teams yeah. for talent andrew what's your dark uh the dark horse is actually a team that was in the super bowl two years ago the la rams oh, that's, really a solid, think, that's a solid pick. i really think because like they came out guns a blazes last week i think they wanted to prove that 18 wasn't a fluke and then they sliced and diced up the eagles today i mean higby got paid you know higby their tight end three touchdowns today that's their <laughs> tight end so they he has all the all the weapons he needs you know jared yeah. goff does at his disposal Cooper Cup. Woods Woods just got paid in, mm-hmm. on Sunday, so well, and and their coach comes from the great McVay. the great uh, the you know McVeigh comes from the great Matt Lafleur coaching tree. So right there, I mean, I think that says it. Yeah, that's like you hit the crickets on yeah. that. Yeah, oh, I wish. <laughs> Fuck on. <man. laughs> Where's that stats guy? <laughs> He's trying to fuck on me. Oh, oh there's a big one. Uh, but you know, transition. I, I just you know. 
the one thing I wanted to say about the NFL before we wrap it up, though, is, man, it felt weird watching Lambeau Field be empty and seeing it because it almost felt like these guys are just out there playing a scrimmage. And I know there was a lot of uh, talk and the commentators were saying, you know, how do you feed off the energy and this and that. And, man, it definitely felt weird even with the piped-in crowd noise. Didn't feel like they piped in a lot of crowd noise. I feel like some of they the other – They have to keep it at 70 decibels. Yeah, but yeah. it felt like – I've, I've seen a couple other games where it felt like the, the guy might be like, eh, Oh, I just – I bumped it. Eh, it's funny you <laughs> say that today because Carson Wentz no fans in Philly actually got booed off the field <laughs> so someone was playing with the sound in Philly booing Carson oh, off the field God, they used an app great. on their phone and hijacked oh, it that's great Fantastic. you know what I'm saying though you gotta imagine what, what, so is NFL actually keeping track of this no many? Yeah, we'll push it up like Live Aid 1985 that's <laughs> a producer for Queen and speaking of fans uh, Dallas turned it up <laughs> yeah Dallas had over 21,000 yeah. in their stadium today. You know, with the capacity of what is well, it? They can, can reach well 100. over 100. So yeah. they, but they still had 20% pretty yeah, much. And it was rocking 27%. Good. I saw the stat was today. 27%. They're, they they're going on seating, which seating is over just a little over 80,000, I believe. Yeah, they have the free stadium. But then they have the free how are they? How are they breaking up the seating? I didn't see the Cowboys game. Is it like groups of like three or four? Is it's, everybody spread it's like, out? It's, you it's probably in, like family. I was yeah, saying. I would assume it's by family or people you live with or are close with and came in with you could sit with them but it was great as much as i dislike dallas it was cool to see them recover that ridiculous onside kick that they had no they had no, no business, business recovering right. that and then to Your win that coach. game old low football iq mike mccarthy pulled one out hey can you explain to the bad medicine uh friends of the podcast of why you call mike mccarthy Low that, football IQ. Well, yes. this this is a, a well known uh, thing around <laughs> Green Bay that the problem that Aaron Rodgers had with Mike McCarthy is that he felt he had very low football IQ. It didn't have a very good understanding of the game. That's from your man number twelve. Yeah, McCarthy's look. It wasn't like McCarthy just found his way into a, a head coaching job in the NFL. Nobody does, you know. But McCarthy came from a defensive position, defensive coordinator, wasn't uh, he? An no, offensive, he, was offensive, he was an offensive, offensive coordinator for the 49ers, Saints, right? Well, he was. Saints he was. Then, yeah, Fran. he was a quarterback coach for the Packers in '99 with Ray Rhodes when that whole staff got fired. Where was he? Before? So let's bring what, him back. What university coach? was he with? Uh, he was with the Saints the year before he came to us. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, the reason why I ask you to bring that up is because we have a uh, a friend of the podcast, Travis. He's a big Cowboy fan who comments on our stuff every week on oh, YouTube, gosh. and he talks about his beloved Cowboys. Boy, when are they going to put in the uh, the ginger shotgun? It wasn't a catch. <laughs> it wasn't a catch. Uh, today, uh, Andy Dalton saw just a little bit of time. Okay. Dak had to be pulled up for a couple plays. Okay. So, yeah, you got to wonder if Dak starts to stumble a little bit in, in Big D. Is uh, Jerry Jones going to tell him to to put in the uh, the TCU horn frog? Or horn, horny toad. <laughs> you were big on called. Andy Dalton when he was coming out, too. I remember yeah, that. I was like, there's your key right there. And uh, back to the well, fans quick. I do he was on the Niners before he came. Oh, sorry, yeah. He was he was offensive coordinator, but he was with the Saints from 2000 to 2004, and then the Niners in five, and then Packers six to 18. Mm-hmm. So the Clearly. fans, sorry, uh, week four, I think I saw a tweet from one of the uh, beat writers for the NFLs talk about uh, certain teams now are going to try to up or actually let some people into their stadiums to get some kind of fans in, and whether it be a couple money. thousand here, <laughs> yeah. a couple thousand there. Yeah. And then the current oh, teams are doing it. hot dog was $29. <laughs> 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 look, I have to imagine that, um, that a lot of the, look, 
if you don't think the NFL and the teams are paying very close attention to statistics and all that stuff yeah. for all these stadiums around the league, because what we're up to, what is it, six or eight teams that are allowing fans? Yeah, it's starting six. Was it? Yeah. So from week to week, I one they're going to pay attention to statistics. Are is there evidence that the people who are attending the games are either spreading COVID or had COVID, and they're going to take a look at that? But the other thing that the the teams are going to take a look at are like, are the fans willing to come? I guarantee if you tell Packer fans next week or next time they have a home game, uh, so we're going to let 20,000 people in. Oh, God, it'd be like Braveheart coming over the hill. <laughs> there's going to be 20,000 people there. If oh, you yeah. say there's going to be 30,000, there will be 30,000 people there. I guarantee it. You tell people that they can go to Lambeau Field, uh, you know, hey, wear a mask, we'll do temp checks, whatever they do. Um, Mustard drink them. There's going to be there's going to be thirty thousand people, but I think I have to imagine that teams are paying very very close attention to all the statistics and how these teams are doing this. Because make no mistake about it, regardless of what they have to do for procedural purposes and try to look out for the interests and the safety of the fans, these teams want to have people in the stands. Yeah, and I got to say, if I'm an opposing fan and I'm going to a place like Seattle or Arrowhead Stadium, I'm like I'm thinking, oh, I'm glad there's no fans here. Seventy dozen. That's it. I can live with that. Yeah, you know? I would. I would have to imagine if they if they do start allowing fans. I'm guessing you're not. You're getting. Old. And this is well. Thanks for the rocket surgery comment, David. Uh, I got to imagine you're not getting as many people traveling for these games as yeah. it would. Look, if you're if they're letting twenty thousand people into Lambeau, it's going to be you know nineteen thousand nine hundred people from the Wisconsin local area, area yep. right? Which they could even, I mean, if they wanted to, they could go as far as to say that, like, hey, look, we're going to try to keep this, you know, contained. So we're going to have 20,000 people here and you have to, you know, live within 45 miles of Lambeau field. You know, they come in, where's your zip code? Five four nine one one suckers, let me in. You yeah, know. you I'm not giving all my fake IDs. <laughs> People be selling their IDs to so I'm, not, I'm not giving out my zip code. <laughs> Weirdos online, bring your mail. You bring your they mail. Put, like, that's what you got to do. You, you got to go to the energy bill. You got to bring two You got to go to the dump. Bills. You got a piece of mail or an ID? Yep, figure it out. There you go. Ching 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 ching. Uh, good times. Good week for the yeah, NFL. So we'll though see. we're gonna yeah. uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna be talking football every single week getting the answers mm-hmm. power rankings every single week and uh I'm talking to, to, to dauber here and there <laughs> seeing what dauber thinks i'll do my hey, best thanks for my list was fair and i, I think God, he, he hates some of the shit you say oh, too does he so. ever. oh you should see when we go to the gym on monday nights dauber getting fired <laughs> up about andrew but you know he's a face a fair gentleman fair gentleman hmm. so you yeah. Yeah, well, go for it. God, you guys me? are great. You, you, me, you, 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 Quinn. I do like the new glasses, though. These are the cool. yeah, the Kimi Raikkonen uh, Carrera fifty thirty nines. Guy, what? It's like he's the, uh, the Kimi Raikkonen XT forty nine. Tell me why. What? What? What's special about? Well, them? see the story behind these. <laughs> if you're a, a fan of Formula One, and many of you are, especially our listeners uh, over across the pond, everybody knows that uh, our favorite driver, Kimi. Raikkonen in Michigan has a uh, tendency to always wear his sunglasses and is regarded as probably one of the coolest guys on the grid. Uh, does interviews the way we all would. Correct. So I saw these sunglasses that saw him for a good price, and I thought to myself, "Self, you gotta have, you gotta this. have them, gotta do it. It's gonna wear them on it. the motorcycle. They're gonna fly right off." Uh, right. I said to Quinn, Quinn, 
Go purchase those. Go purchase those. Open that vice on the wall. You're going to regret it if you don't. That's right. Well, speaking of guys who I think are incredibly cool, Tom Hardy making some news this week. Uh, The Appleton Oak brought this one up to us. Now, I have some questions about it because these rumors have been going on for quite a while. And it looks like Tom Hardy is uh, in the running to be the next James Bond. Yeah, so the Daily Mail, which is a pretty big news outlet, yeah, they're, reported, they're pretty decent. Um, they reported on the 19th, Tom Hardy rumored to replace Daniel Craig as the next James Bond as bookies slash odds <laughs> in half after flurry of bets. Yeah, it's, now, it's so funny how they actually have there bets says on that. that. Uh, here is how it reads: Tom Hort- Tom Hardy could be the next set next actor set to replace <laughs> Daniel Craig as the next James Bond according to Too reports much that shaky the stuff. actor 43 has been one of the bookies favorites to become the next 007 yeah. in recent years God people will bet on anything they will won't they yeah. and rumors have been circulating yes, he will Trebek. step into Craig's shoes after Shuck his fifth it. and final film No Time to Die which looks outstanding by the, the way the Vulcan reporter I don't know who the hell oh, they are highly reputable <laughs> they told us about reports that they heard in June that Hardy had been offered the iconic part after a successful audition while bookies odds on the star have now been slashed in half um we all heard rumors before of um who was it uh, idris elba yep is idris that, elba, uh, uh, idris michael elba. fassbender was it was in there Ooh. tom hardy of course was michael fassbender i didn't yeah. hear that he was in the running uh, although although yeah. yeah he would be he would be good yeah well because uh, he did great next man oh who was um, good in everything the guy yeah, who plays um thor's brother what's his name oh uh, Loki, uh, it's yeah, Loki. Yeah. I just is it Tom something? Tom? Yeah, it is Tom. Tom, Tom look at you guys. Hill, call yourself Tom Hiddleston. Now he did a miniseries on AMC called The Night Manager, which was incredible. Which was very James Bond esque, and I thought that maybe that was like his dry run into what you know could be taking over the series. Yeah, so the, he did so a great job. the. Daily Mail is reporting that since the speculation began, the likes of James Norton, who's James Norton, Andrew Pullup, James Norton, Tom Hiddleston, Idris Elba, and even retired footballer David Beckham. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just throwing it out there for what? fun. Jeez, he's no. so handsome. Hey, can he act? Well, he's no, but so han- he yeah, <laughs> he but just have him stand there and be a mute. He might be one of those guys who comes in and kills it and surprises, and then we have to do this podcast over and be like, man, can you imagine? It was like when you tried that's, telling me how good that's. Robert- that's James Orton. Yeah, is that the guy James from, uh, wasn't he in a Manhunter or whatever? Game Mind of Thrones? Huh. Anyways. Uh, nobody watched that. Is that. No, is that the bad that guy? Game of Thrones? What is that? Who is no, pull up a different picture of him. No, that's not who no, I thought. He, he looks too much like a heel to be James Bond. Like, yeah. you want to punch that yeah. face. I don't know. I don't know that I like yeah. his face. He's got um, a bear. His face is a punch magnet. Punch. I, I tell you what. I love Tom Hardy. Um. I love David Beckham. I can't say anything about his acting. I just think he's like one of the coolest dudes ever. <laughs> you know, he's like, David Beckham's like on a Tom Brady level for me. He's just like that cool. And it's not just because he's super handsome. I'm surprised it's, you don't buy a Range Rover. It's then. because he's just, he's just cool. You it's know, like when somebody's car. just like that cool, you're like, oh man, he's so cool. <laughs> Look at yeah. that. Now that promo pick should be, I would yeah. go with Tom Hardy. I So f- for me, when you lay out the list of potential people who could be James Bond, Tom Hiddleston, um, Hardy, Idris Elba, I prefer Idris Elba. 
Now, I know, and look, we're all, I know people, oh, Good no, you, can't, you can't have a black James Bond. It's yes, like, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can when it's him. Everything for James Bond is just about the right fit. And sometimes you don't even know until until they're in that role. And so I have to, I have to just pull back sometimes and be like, okay, I'm just going to let the people do, not that it makes a difference, not like they're going to listen to me, but let them do what they're going to do. Because even when they said Daniel Craig, I was yeah. like, eh. Well, people you know? were freaking out because he had blonde hair. Yeah, he had blonde hair, right? Yeah. And you know, when you have movies like Superman, I was like, Henry Cavill, I was literally, I don't know if I was depressed, angry, sad, so many emotions when I got the men's health with Henry Cavill on the cover with his long brown hair. This is the new Superman. I'm like, well, it's better than Nicolas Cage, but I could have cried. Yes. And then when we saw him with his short black hair, here it comes. Chest rub. Yeah, I knew it. And muscles. <laughs> oh God! It was. It was Give so good. It was so good. So, you know, when they talk about you know who could be the next James Bond, and and they throw those names out, I feel mm-hmm. like they all could. If I had to pick one person that I wouldn't want to be James Bond, I think it would be Tom Hiddleston. Just be Hiddleston, just because like facial features wise, I think his facial features to me tend to be a little bit slender mm. and not enough testosterone. Slim frame. You know, like the Tom Hardy, just a good looking guy with a cool look. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba, a big, strong actor, super handsome. I mean, you know, so he fits the role. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? If we're, if we're looking at breaking it down between those three guys, who would you pick? My pick 100% Tom Hardy, but you do uh, pick a, a great route of what you just said. I'm not even going to try to repeat it for uh, IB, ID. Yes. I like ID. IE. IE. Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris Elba. You did a great job of describing what he yeah. could uh, bring to the role. Uh, it's honestly, either one Inter- for me would be great. picture of Idris Elba yeah. in a suit. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for me, I would go two ways. I would either go with Tom Hardy, who I think is fantastic in everything. The dude can just do it all. I mean, pick any one of his movies are outstanding. Or what I would do is I would go with a no name that nobody's heard of because I got to believe there's a a ton of actors out there who are just like chomping at the bit to break into a big role. And what's great about using an unknown is that you don't have any preconceived notions of what this guy is supposed to be like. And I always, you know, for, for so many examples, I always come back to uh, Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. Yeah, nobody nobody no, would have ever saw that ever. coming, but the guy friggin' delivered. And I think maybe you could do that same type of thing uh, with James Bond. Um, my, I guess my other pick would be, I would go with John Bernthal as 007 oh, just because I like him. Uh, <laughs> Don't you think he's too pick. rough around? The, I mean, they had him as the Punisher. Fantastic and, job. Do you think he, no, that's, that's kind of a joke, but it'd be cool. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, he's not. <laughs> he just wants to see He's not refined. He's not refined enough for no, me. He would. Uh, he would be James Bond the same way Diamond Dave plays Metal Gear. <laughs> John Bernthal just come into the room boom, and just shoot everybody. Yeah, no, be he's going to be a little bit slicker than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no stealth whatsoever. Andrew, how about yourself? <laughs> I would go with hands down Tom Hardy. I mean, dude, the dude is just money. I mean, he killed it and everything he's been in. You know, as far as like Bane, the where he was uh, the twin brothers. Yeah, it was, it was the Cray brothers. Yeah. I feel like Tom Hardy is. A super dynamic actor and can just kill it with any role. But I love him. You know, I loved him in 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 different role. Like, look, he was great in Batman. I loved him in um, the the movie the Venom. 
The what's that? Venom? No, not Venom. <laughs> he was good in that though. Yeah, it was, it was a movie, the Shiners movie. Um, the, the, oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah, the Outlaws. Yeah. Oh my God, he was so good. Yeah. Man. He's and this he's means been, war. He's been great in everything. <laughs> he's been great in everything, <laughs> but I just don't feel he can pull off sophisticated quite as well as Idris Elba mm. could. Oh, but like okay. you said, it might be a no name. The last yeah. time, the last time I think James Bond, and my brother always he's like, you know, I used to see Pierce Brosnan and think that guy should be James Bond. Yeah. You know, and and he was, and he, it worked well. It, yeah. And so I'm wondering if you're not going to get a character that when you see him, like, oh, that's yeah, of course. who should be. Yeah. To, to just look, because you know, like you said, people were upset with Daniel Craig. Like, what? This guy's it. blonde. He can't be James yeah, Bond. He destroyed he, it. He, he did, he did yeah. an amazing job yep. in that role. So you wonder if they, you know, if they might go back to somebody with a Pierce Brosnan look with the dark hair, yeah. Tom Hardy, obviously God, he's poor, not poor Pierce Brosnan. The scripts you know, he had I to got, work with. Oh, I got a, I'm, I'm flipping my pick because when I see this picture right here, even just having the double no, seven go back, logo, go back to go back to it. Well, no, because he, oh, well, he wants this, yeah, I'm, I'm flipping my pick because when I see this with that double seven logo, I, to me, it's money. Go back to the, 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 the search, Andrew. So the graphics are what one over nine. No, yeah, go, go, I mean, go back this one right here. This picture right here. Yes. The red That's background. even a good one, too. Yeah, you get that. I could totally see. See, that works for me as James Elba. Bond. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that can work, see, too. Yeah. That works yeah. for me. Well, no, I liked all three. And he's, yeah. he's, great in every, he's great in everything he does. You know, they were a little, over the, Shaw they were a little over the top with him and yeah. Hobbs and Shaw being the cyborg and stuff. He was in a, an excellent movie that I watched the other night for reasons we won't talk about, but um, a movie called The Take on Netflix, and he plays a CIA operative who has to work with a, a professional pickpocketer, which was very good, and we'll probably get to that next week. But again, he was very good. He was excellent in Luther, so Idris can just about do it all. But yeah, I'm still sticking with Tom Hardy just because it's just my own guilty Idris pleasure. Idris was also great in the DC movie with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, Andrew, I know you know what I'm talking about, maybe. Uh, can someone bring up IMDb and look that up quick? I can't remember the name right now, but it's a DC movie. It's based on a comic. That's not the uh, the, the Dark Tower or whatever. No, nope, not the Dark uh, Tower. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so we, we want to hear what you guys think. Who would you like to see as the next James Bond? Is there an actor like Diamond Dave where if they get the right actor, it might pull you back into the franchise? Did you maybe step away from it a little bit? Because uh, I know I was telling Diamond Dave, I'm like, how can you not get into these? They're just like Mission Impossible or you know, Fast and the Furious with a little more sophistication, I think. So yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Who would you love to see as James Bond? I would like to cut in and say Dauber has sent in a text message saying, and I quote... And I quote, the Chicago Bears are the worst 2-0 team in NFL history. Oh, God. It's really yours. And And Idris was never in any DC movies. He's been in, like, Thor. No. Look at, uh, type in Jeffrey D. Morgan and him. What, Rampage? Or are you thinking of Watchmen? No, it's not Watchmen. If I had my fucking phone, I'd probably look it Shocker. It's recording us. If you guys would just pull up IMDb. I I am. I'm on it right now. Uh, they were together <laughs> in the Losers. Losers. Thank you. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not DC or anything. Isn't that's, it? No. That's just that's Warner Brothers. Everybody knows that. No, that's a comic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was DC. The Losers that also has, you know, Captain America, Captain America in it. Yeah, Chris Evans. And Zoe. De- no, it's and Zoe. A CIA Special Forces team are betrayed and left to dead by... 
Uh, no, 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 it, it wasn't Dave. I'm just give sure it up. Just DC. like your bears are the worst two and O team. They're in not history. the worst two and O team. In I'm going to go with Dobbs on this. I'm one. pretty sure he's drunk. <laughs> Jeez. Gosh. You know, who's not drunk. Who's that? Drew McIntyre. Oh, hey, that's, look at that. That's right. <laughs> if there's been a guy who's had to carry a terrible program. Oh, my oh, God. It's Drew and Randy. How? Oh, hey, and somebody else yeah. you like. Well, that's true. The, yes. The Hurt Business. Yes, the Hurt Business yeah, is one Please tell us more. Okay, yeah, since we're going to get into the to the WWE chatter here real quick, tell I kind of noticed more. that in the last couple of weeks, we, we spent a lot of time kind of talking about the SmackDown side of things, with Roman Reigns, his alignment with Paul Heyman and all that. And I kind of remember, I'm like, hey, we kind of haven't talked much about our number one draft pick, Drew McIntyre, the guy we wanted to push to the moon. So, you know, I got to say, between Drew McIntyre and then – a group that started out as kind of a joke that has kind of really won me over and something I like to see, the Hurt Business. Now, I'll start with the Hurt Business. Tell so me more. Here's, here's like four pretty big guys, two of them pretty huge. These guys, they dress up in suits. There's no funny business. There's no shenanigans. They don't come out and act like idiots and slip on banana peels and get pushed over like in a schoolyard, uh, you know, bully type situation. They just come out there, beat people down and look good while they do it. I think they took notes from Triple X actually and <laughs> Sam Jackson <laughs> with his advice. But but no, these these four guys have really won me over. Cedric All of just them, joined. Uh, yeah, Cedric just joined. So um, last week, everybody incredibly uh, talented athletic wise. You know, they got MVP who's a great mouthpiece. Sheldon Benjamin's been around forever. The guy's been a part of some very memorable moments uh, in matches and wrestling. I think everybody kind of stole the Sheldon Benjamin, Shawn Michaels super oh, kicks. Yeah. 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 So the, as a casual wrestling casual. fan, I'm not overly familiar with the Hurt Business. So we have Sheldon Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, and MVP. <laughs> Yeah, are a faction now. Yes. They are. They are a faction the three, of ass kickers. The three of them, right? Well, well and Cedric Alexander. Yeah, who just Cedric joined Ale- last week. Cedric Alexander. He's a cruiserweight. Does MVP have the, the Black Panther? He, he, is he does. Black Panther stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing I liked about these guys, They're where Cedric. I think they really kind of started to get over with the crowd, is they they all started dressing alike. It was almost evolution. Like they all started mm-hmm. wearing the suits. They had these stupid little uh, retribution guys out there causing trouble in the hurt business. Just like, yeah, we'll take on all. 20 of you mm-hmm. took their coats off and went down there as a fan that's the kind of stuff i want to see i know i talk about it every week but i'm so sick of grown men acting like children who like fall for everything and are just completely void of any what? kind of uh, uh common sense you know so it's just refreshing to see and then getting uh so i really like those guys i like where they're going hopefully um they got a bright future and can keep it going and be entertaining the other guy now here's the guy i've been wanting to talk about is uh drew drew mcintyre has gosh you know falls in a in a situation chest rug as they would say you talking about the chest rug guys all the time but no a guy who's in a position where he's like hey you're gonna be the the wwe champion in the most weird times ever with no crowd and stuff going on like what are we gonna do So, you know, the guy's done nothing but deliver. He's been in great feuds with Randy Orton. Again, it's believable stuff. It's two grown men going out there and having a real fight. And there's actually emotion behind it. And there's none of this goofy, silly, nonsense stuff. They they kind of threw Keith Lee into the mix, which I'm a little nervous. I'm kind of wondering if this isn't going to be sink or swim for Keith Lee because he was really good in NXT, but... I, it surprised me when they brought him up, quite yeah, me honestly. Too. That was early. They had just given him the title down there, and then the, 
a two month weeks later. later, he's he's up there. So, you know, so we'll see how that all plays out. I don't know if you guys have any uh, thoughts no, on it or so, opinions. Like, but, Jesus, yeah, Dave's yeah, asking for a that, zoom in on Chestroga Drew if you're listening that. to the audio. I was kind of hoping we'd see Charlotte McKinney, but if that's what you're into, hey. Well, no, you know, Drew, ever since <laughs> yeah. he's come back and with this new physique, because if yep. you look back when he got pretty much let go, he, he kind of looked like a tall, scrawny, muscular yeah, slender. guy. Yeah, slender. Yeah, but he, he really bulked up he, in the Finally, you know, after his TNA his stint, that's where it kind of started when he yep. hit this indie scene TNA and got jacked and came back. We all touted him ever since he's come back. The dude can work. The dude can cut a promo. That's how he looked when he left. Yes. That's Jinder Mahal over there, too. That is Jinder. Yeah, that was three. The three-man band! <laughs> and Marvel was good to them. I just wish... I, I want to know how the, the fans, like, live uh, would handle drew mcintyre right now because yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell oh, if yeah, he would have this title as long i'm sure he would because he's doing a yeah, killer job and they popped for him huge at the royal rumble when he beat bra and that was a big pop right and then, then and there he was over because they were thinking they were going to give it to roman the way the match was kind of unfolding if you remember and yeah. when he won it was it was lights out it was great get up to us andrew that's him looking at quinn i don't know my thoughts are uh my thoughts are just he looks a lot more like an ass kicker now than he did when he was a pretty boy and i know the wwe has room for all of the above and their characters fit and yeah. i'll go back to my i'll go back to my old school like 80s you know watching it on saturday mornings when that's when it was and looking for guys who look like action heroes and certainly you can't say that his look now is you know the reason for his success um but to me, it just puts him, you know, kind of on a, on a different pedestal yeah. than he might be at. Now, granted, you have somebody like Randy Orton, who is, you know, Randy, I think, it's just is money and everything. He's definitely more muscular than um, Drew was in his beginning. But mm-hmm. Randy's not like a huge guy, but he's like, you know, a 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's a really uh, good looking guy, has a strong a jaw, kind of like yeah. a mean look to it. But like he's, he's got, got huge thighs. Yeah, came out as like. Trunks. He never came out as like a body. Nobody guy. looked. Yeah. Like, he, he's always yeah. looked like an yeah, actor. Looks figure, great, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think, uh, I think, in order to, I, to, to me, if you look back at the real champions, and I mean guys who have you know held the belt for a while, mm-hmm. how many champions that held the belt for extended period of times weren't your typical action hero guys. Yeah. I mean, outside of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And I mean, Daniel know. Bryan was just, you know, the crowd favorite with the yes, yes, yeah. you know, yep. the, it was the, the, you know, it was the business versus him. Yep. I mean, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, obviously a little bit different, but he was like, you know, he was the sexy guy, you know, yeah, he, one he, of the best wrestlers. Yeah. He was one of the best yeah. wrestlers of the business. And for the longest time, he had this just swagger about him that like was, you know, arguably, you know, the, the, the coolest that we've seen in a wrestling character mm-hmm. Ever. Um, but other than a, a small handful of guys, if you look back over the people who had, you know, long runs at the belts, your Brocks, your Stone Colds, your Rocks, you know, even going yep. further back, your Warriors, your Hulk Hogan's, your Macho Man's, all these guys look the part in Drew McIntyre looks the part yeah. i think it almost goes back to your uh to your james bond reference of when you look at the guy and you see him and you're like oh dave heroes airport dave heroes airport test yeah. look, you, the see, airport you test. see this guy in an airport <laughs> of in course. a tight t-shirt even though you wouldn't <laughs> be able to see the chest rug t-shirt. Like if you saw him in a tank top and the chest rug was hanging out the side <laughs> or a v a white v-neck you know? side rug <laughs> I like talking about guys like talking about side boob i like talking about side <laughs> rug <laughs> a side rug action you know <laughs> look there's that cup. There's 
Let's get that out of here. But just, uh, just nothing wrong with a couple dudes yeah. talking about a little side rug yeah. action. <laughs> like, look, yeah. I, I have like not like dense. You know, it's 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 a it's a gift and it's a curse. I don't have like dense body hair okay so you're not an animal so i don't have like a hairy back or shoulders <laughs> so it's not like weird you know so you're but if you're i just wanted jealous to, if i wanted to grow out like a good you know chest rug like Drew mcintyre or henry cavill or paul stanley um you know i just i wouldn't be able to do it it would sound i'd go to the beach and people would be like oh you know nice chest rug loser nice try we'll get you a roll you game know? just for your chest even if i was like in my contest shape and stuff people would go, hey, you, you nice chest rug loser you know so uh, yeah the girl who I has straight her. hair wants curly hair and the girl with curly hair wants yeah, the girls hair. with the straight hair she's a girl with huge <laughs> curls oh my god i love your hair oh. and you what's your thoughts on drew he's awesome what about no, his uh, chest rug well, what do you well, i mean remember when he came in when he first debuted he was vince mcmahon's the chosen one yeah you know where you have that you're you put on a pedestal yeah you get put on a pedestal it's like Dude, you can't fail. And then you fast forward a year and a half later, you're in 3MB getting beaten up by you know, yeah, legends whoever, yeah. and whoever they want. Oh, they're doing the air guitar, swinging the air again. Terrible. Getting you know, F5'd bad. by Brock Lesnar. And, uh, but yes, yeah, he probably needed that time away yeah. from WWE to get himself better working and then into a much better shape yep. like he did. And it's been money for him ever since he came back nxt ran through that and then they brought him up with ziggler so that way he could have a little bit more of a mouthpiece in case they didn't think he was ready to carry a promo and then he's just knocked it out of the park ever since yeah and i think the thing that makes it interesting too is that he has that history and that's like a built-in storyline for Mm -hmm. you ready to go he's Mm -hmm. got the storyline of of being the guy who was supposed to be pushed to the mountain and fell on his face and then came back through a great redemption story and yeah i think it's outstanding probably the only thing worth watching on Wrong. Yeah, their 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 documentary yeah, that they business. did on him that they aired after a pay per view one night, and th- this was something that could stand alone outside of watching any wrestling at all. It yeah, was just an, it was way. just the, yeah. So mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen the WWE documentaries, and I know most of them are just available on the WWE mm-hmm. Network, is the last ride been on Netflix yet? It, it won't. It, it's it, WWE content, so it won't go there. No. Yeah. It will eventually. You watch the last. <laughs> watch, watch. You watch Netflix by the last ride with the Undertaker, and people will watch it. It'll be mark my listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim this right here. Someday, cigar. You will see. Don't do that. Date. You will see the Undertaker's last ride. Uh, that is originally on the WWE network, they will sell it to Netflix. And the reason why they will do it is because everybody who has the WWE network right now watched it right away. Okay. And the WWE network is only getting so many new people. So sooner or later, Netflix is going to come in. They're going to throw a number at the WWE and say, we want to put the last ride on there. People who are kind of like, Oh yeah, we heard about the undertaker, but now let's watch it behind the scenes. They will watch it. They will binge it and they will love it. Mark my words. I don't make a lot of big claims, but one day the last ride will be on Netflix and people will absolutely love it. And uh, I tell you what, the, the documentary they did on Drew McIntyre, nope. I didn't know, I, I didn't know anything about the guy. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I just, hey, can I pause you for one second? Yeah, of course. To your Netflix comment, you're not too far off. It's not Netflix though. It's the Peacock app and they have a deal with Vince WWE, McMahon yeah. and they, they stream some WWE stuff on the, the Peacock. Peacock yeah. It's the mm-hmm. NBC app. Peacock app. But now they just hit over NBC. 15 million. They Why just hit over 15 million Fox? users. Fox is SmackDown. 
Yeah, NBC. Yeah, but, yeah, but NBC like Vince has ties with NBC. Yeah, with Dick Embersall oh, and all those yeah, guys. Okay, so yeah, Last Ride is on the NBC. No, app? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying some WWE like content, content okay. is in, in, in any regard. On the Peacock app. Peacock. Yeah, the the Last Ride will like, be available NBC. on. on <laughs> let's call it on mainstream yeah. streaming services. Okay. Oh, now you're with, reminding your eyes. No, but with you know with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Drew McIntyre's story, they painted a great picture and yeah. he came right mm-hmm. out and said, look, I had, you know, the world at my feet and I screwed up and I wasn't dedicated and I lost my shot. You never know if you're going to get it again. And it came back and he took huge advantage of it. And it was this great story about retribution. Again, this has nothing to do with wrestling. Oh, it's so sick. It's corny. This was just a good yeah, story. It's a guy's life story. About yeah. a guy who's, you know, put everything he had and his entire life into this business and got to the top and just, you know, did stuff wrong. And, uh, you know, kind of fell back pretty low comparatively to where he was mm-hmm. at and then just came back in a major way and, and found his way back to the top. But it was a really cool story. The people they have for, for whatever you think about, you know, WWE storylines that you see week in and week out and with the pay-per-views and stuff, the, the writing and the production and the storytelling in their documentaries is really next level. And yeah, it's, it's, every, it's every bit as good, if not better, than ESPN 30 for 30. So. Oh, I would agree with that 100%. They do a yeah. really good job. They put a lot of time and effort into those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got to be interesting now because uh, they have to be thinking, okay, we got to get the next next documentary. There's got to be just like cameras following everybody oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like, Content, Randy's man. got yeah. cameras. Uh, you know, Drew's got cameras. Lashley and the guy's got cameras. Who, who's being followed? Well, you wonder how how much yeah. old footage they're trying to pull out too like yeah. hey do we have any backstage footage from i think you could do obviously you could do huge stuff on macho man you could do huge stuff on hulk hogan the warrior some of the really big name people and like tell their stories you know well we'll see well, chris hemsworth will be telling hulk hogan's story real soon uh-huh. settle down right, that'll be a well, chris hemsworth is he's handsome too. <laughs> he's like a chest rug though yeah uh, chris hemsworth the blonde, I don't know how I feel about a blonde man. chest rug, though. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't know if it would. Hey, I don't know, even brown chest rugs are weird. You really, to have it be epic, you have to. I feel like you have to have a. Please don't, Andrew. Oh, dying. Um, I feel like you have to. Please don't. I feel like you have to have a black chest rug. Well, I, I wanted to compliment, compliment you on your shirt you're uh, you're wearing today. Oh, That's, I wore uh, my uh, Patrick Swayze, yeah, Swayze point shirt. break shirt. Oh, and uh, I'm actually gra- you ta- glad you, you wore ta- that. Give me two. Give me two. I'm glad you wore that because I was watching a movie uh, earlier this week, and I thought, you know, I've never heard the Oak, the Appleton Oak, not Arnold, talk about this movie before. And the movie I wanted to ask you about was uh, Young Blood, the hockey movie with Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, it's outstanding. Uh, this 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 isn't going to be a segment or anything we're doing here. I just wanted to throw this in uh, at the Oak, get his live reaction, see what he thought. But uh, yeah, Young Blood was a very dark, uh, dark and gritty. To to take the words out of the Oak's mouth, dark and gritty movie about uh, minor league hockey and, and what it takes young to get blood, to the Patrick next Swayze. level. You want to see what he looks like? No, I haven't seen the movie. That's I, the I, only I, way you'll watch it. You got to uh, see how he, he looks, looks in up, the movie. How oh, <laughs> handsome does he? Look. Uh, no. Um, no, no but I, I did see that um, Rob Lowe was on Joe Rogan's podcast, was it? Yeah, and they talked about working with Patrick Swayze and some things like that. But um, I've never, I've never, <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't look right. Derek Sutton, can we get a picture of him not with his hockey helmet on, Andrew? Just you know, right here. Look at that. 
Wow, what a throw! Oh, that's, oh, easy. That's not. That's not that movie. Uh, oh, there! Look at this! Look at that right there! I mean, just, oh, wow. just a couple of icons. Uh, yeah, Prost, ironically like, enough, Rob Lowe doesn't look any different <laughs> at all. Is this before or after Outsiders? Years later, yeah, Rob like Lowe looks the exact it's same. It's weird. I, I haven't seen it. Okay. I would, you know, I would like to, you know, maybe one of these days. What I'll do is I'll make a list of the Swayze movies I haven't seen: Young Blood, Tu Wong Fu, uh, <laughs> three you know, movies. And just, just <laughs> three movies. Short list, folks. And three. go through and watch them. Yeah. But I mean, it's, his list of like hits hours. isn't like that long. You know, you have yeah. Dirty Dancing. You have Ghost. Um, you have Ghost. You have Roadhouse. Fatherhood. You have, <laughs> you have Red Dawn, which yeah. of course, all of those. I mean. Who hasn't seen him? I have seen with Ghost, him Leslie I mean, Snipes dressing up as women. That's too long. Too long for, yeah, that one I haven't seen. But you know. Come on, Doc, um, Dave. Keep up. But you know. Uh. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen this one, but I would I would like to see it because I love everything. Yeah, that, it, it did uh, touch on it, it. Really did touch on a lot Just, of things. You that not? They weren't really talking too much about in the eighties. I don't want to spoil it or anything for you because you're going to watch it. But it was uh, it was dark and gritty. Yeah, no, we will. Andrew, can you please not? This was such a train wreck. <laughs> kind of hey, reminds me of Kurt hey, Russell and Tango hey, and Cash. We, we, we have these. <laughs> dressed we have these, to get out of the strip club. We have these three amazing actors. Why let's uh, do whatever that movie was about? I don't know. I didn't uh, watch it. All right. Well, this what? I will watch. But, uh, make Rob sure. Lowe, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Zoom back out. Does it just say Rob Lowe? Yeah. yeah. He's just supporting cast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, this might have been peak Rob Lowe, because I think Rob Lowe was at what? peak before Look, Pat, right? If you folks yeah, could see the yeah. the just staggered look on Oak's face. Hey, I, I, I go to see I've been more confused in my entire life. Go to our YouTube channel to see Dave's face hey, right Andrew, now. Andrew, look up a sure Youngblood like, poster. The Youngblood poster. Maybe Patrick Swayze Youngblood poster. That looks like it's it. It looks like it just says. Yeah, that's the movie cover. Yeah. Just well, got to give me something else. Well, they had to go with the big box office draw. I mean. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There we so go. That's a little better well, there. It's Cynthia Gibb, Patrick Swayze. The Yungblood. ice. The what fire. Can... The fight to be the best. Oh, what a tagline. Huh? Are you you're already sucking well, in, That is as 80s that's as it gets. Yep. The ice, Pass. the fire, the fight. Pass. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, one Come on, Dave, you got one in you. Let me hear it. real quick <laughs> subject that I accidentally... No, because I don't know if I want to end it yet because we're at our time. Sputtering but, like huh. a GMC over there. Real quick, let's spend a couple minutes on... Uh, I believe we wanted to talk about Tyson and Roy. Oh, my yes. God. So a couple minutes here. Overtime. So it's, so it's funny. <laughs> what is it like... All right. So basically, like a few days ago, maybe a week ago or so, they had video of Mike Tyson knocking like Nike knocking out basically his training partner, putting his training partner down. Now, if we remember guy. back in the day, Mike Tyson <laughs> had to pay people to come in and train with him. And if you're not a Mike Tyson fan, basically what it was is that normal people have sparring partners and you go through the motions and you go about, you know, I don't know whether you want to say half speed, three quarter speed, 80% speed. Mike Tyson wanted to fight. Okay. But he was dangerous. Okay. He was really dangerous. He was injuring people. And so he had to pay training partners and these guys would basically get just paid to come in, take a beating. And, and you knew you were, <laughs> you were going to get knocked out, right? Like, Oh, I'm going to go in and make my money today. So video comes out of him just, you know, just doing damage. Like we knew he was going to do. And basically 
Jesus, guys. Keep going, dude. Uh, doing What's what he's doing. School? He's seeing if I like And he's just seeing if I like coincidentally, him. all of a sudden, Roy Jones Jr. is like, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So um, you guys changed the date on me. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Do this. So um, essentially, sports is reporting that former heavyweight champion Shannon Briggs, now a former heavyweight champion, so he's not just a no name, um, desires to replace Roy Jones Jr. against Mike Tyson once again. Um, Briggs was earlier touted as a legitimate contender to welcome Tyson inside the ring once again. So when they were looking at guys who he could potentially fight, Briggs was somebody that they brought up. Um, However, it was going to be Roy Jones Jr. And they they sealed the matchup for September. They moved it it to November 28th. um, And it's been rumored that Roy Jones Jr. is unhappy with the chains of dates and might pull out. Thus, it brought back the cannon, his nickname, Briggs, um, talk into the mixture. Um, so he went to social media saying that, um, you know, that he was ready to jump in if Roy Jones Jr. decided he didn't want to. Um, Roy Jones Jr. just claimed, came flat out saying, I made a mistake. Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> expresses concerns about fighting Mike Tyson in November. Um Look, the, it's the, not a word. the reality <laughs> the reality is is that Tyson is not a guy. Just you can't take somebody like him and tell him you're in an exhibition. Okay, yep. you can't. Now, I certainly can't speak to Roy Jones Jr.'s financial situations. Just tell me or, which one, Dave, or where he's at. Um, where he's at, whether he needs the money. But look, if Tyson's going to go all out and throw these kind of punches that he's been throwing in practice, that he's been throwing in his training videos, and now against partners, look, there's a really strong chance that Roy Jones Jr. could end up getting hurt. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't want to be remembered as the guy that got wasted by Mike Tyson and in like 30 seconds. And that is the other know? thing. Roy Jones Jr. has a legacy, yep. a, a ironclad legacy of being one of the greatest boxers of all time and he goes out there and gets just walloped by mike tyson then what that's what people are going to remember yeah that's what people are going to remember is him going out and getting smoked by tyson and i tell you right now tyson is not going out there to 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 play around and you can call it an expedition expedition exhibition all you want uh um, it'll be an expedition for Roy Jones Jr. Going <laughs> it would to the hospital um, yeah an expedition to the hospital but um so and the other big discussion that people have had is that Roy Jones Jr. although he fought as a heavyweight he was never a true heavyweight right you know he went and fought up um Briggs on the other hand was a true heavyweight mm-hmm. um so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the fight to to be perfectly honest with you i don't think it matters who they bring in as long as it was somebody who was a legitimate fighter and, and as long as tyson is there, i don't think people really cared if it was roy jones jr people just want to see tyson yeah fighting, yeah you know always and if you have old footage of tyson fighting somebody and then you you know you're you're rehashing that for promo stuff yeah that could work um you know i think the only way to make it bigger like i think people collectively just didn't want to see holyfield fight yeah. And, yep. And uh, but I think you could bring in like a Razor Ruddock or like a Riddick Bow or somebody like yeah. that or somebody like a Lennox still has some name recognition like a Lennox Lewis and and I think people would be like okay Tyson Lewis it's yeah. on but I think I just feel like Holyfield he's um, uh, I don't know people yeah, weren't, people weren't crazy about you almost it, wonder if you know Roy Jones was like okay we're gonna go have the exhibition match and everything and it's all good and then he that. sees the videos of Tyson working out and he's like hey didn't anybody tell Mike we're gonna take it easy like <laughs> what's going on what's what's going on yeah, with this like guy for it's an exhibition 
throwing in the towel. Oh, yeah. speaking of. Hey, what do you got over there, guys? Right there, some, uh, we're going to do some bonus content here. For He didn't even tell us about this. No, I didn't. What is the old pod? So, He's uh, being very ginger with opening that bag, I noticed. So, uh, remember when whoa, you said we were going to do Whoa, whoa, I didn't get any fair warning about this. No Great, one I did. I drank all my water. <laughs> oh, so don't worry, guys. I don't yeah, think it's going to be that hot. hot. So, this uh, Pacquiao Haunted Ghost Pepper. Like Manny? Chip. Yeah, something like that. I mean, on the bag, it says it's friggin' hot for the uh, temperature gauge. And it says warning... It's freaking hot. How many Scovilles? Uh, that's what I tried looking for, and it's not telling us the Scoville unit. Andrew, but please I'm don't sure. Burn. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> what is he doing? Don't burn my right. I'm sure, though. Uh, he could. Andrew could look up Packy the uh, haunted ghost pepper. Andrew, pull up Packy. Should we go live for this? Uh, I don't know if we should know. Well, uh, uh, but I don't know. Well, you could. Well, like, Dave do brought them out. Why don't you go ahead and try one? And uh, depending on your reaction, we'll see how the rest. Well, of we're us all going to do it, Quinn. I mean, we know Fast. you're not, but at least Should Dave, I, Andrew, Andrew, and I. Uh, I'll go. I'll go live Packy, with my own Facebook what is it? and just hold it here. Yep. Ghost so, pepper. Uh, ghost pepper. Ghost pepper chips. So, folks, uh, we have talked about doing the one chip challenge. We will do that. Uh, but this you is a nice little. Chips. Where did you get these? Uh, Walgreens for a dollar ninety nine. I feel like it's not that hot. And that's oh. what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be that. You know, that hot. would be a good question. But do we go live? Do dollar ninety nine budget chips yeah, pack the heat as advertised? So I, that's what we're going to find out, Mason Quinn. Because I do believe when Andrew and I were looking at the one chip challenge, this is the chip that kind of came up. But hmm. obviously, it's in a bag and not a one chip challenge. So we will see. Write meow exactly what we can uh, do I, with here. I want to see how good I can. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna pour one. Fine, I know you guys are gonna bitch because it's not a yeah, full it's chip. Yeah, not a full chip. And the way so you we'll you kind of you kind of bitched out of the uh, little nitro bitch. challenge. Whoa! What do you speaking have? of what bitching out, at you, least I tried. Do you at least have like almost a full chip. Yes, Dave, that is a full chip. Why don't you That's pour it and get just, a full chip? We're, we're live. Grab it. We're live. Uh, so I'm on live on the Facebook page. Dave, say what's up. How's it going, folks? Uh, Andrew, this is just total man. bonus content here. Say what's up. So we are. Um, you guys saw we did the uh, the gummy bear challenge live. What what is going on with this? Am I Instagram live or is this Facebook live? I think I, I went live. On, I think I went live on Facebook. Okay. Yep. Quinn's coming to you live. Kyle, Jennifer, what uh, you're giving me three chips? Okay. So we're we have the bag. we just are wrapping up our podcast, and you guys saw us do the gummy bear challenge live. This is the pack. Packy, there's the one chip challenge, which everybody knows the one chip challenge, but you got to buy them now for like 60 bucks a, yeah, a chip. Such a work. So Dave bought these at did you get these at Walgreens. Walgreens. Said, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> he got these chips. He got these chips at Walgreens. Irma, Jason, Chippy. So he's, how come you have like one and a half chips and I have three? Well, they kind of came out fast, Dave. I mean, just choose. Right, Watch so your face just, now, dude. You just touch that just chip. Chill out. Hey, how bad can it be? Is it yeah, last time we wore gloves. Okay, so these well, are from Walgreens. Like but it does say on the back, like on a scale of not hot, kind of hot, hot, super hot, and freaking hot, it lists these as freaking hot, and it says they're haunted ghost pepper. Andrew, did we get how many Scovilles these Come are yet? Find it. Yeah, go figure. You couldn't find how many <laughs> Dude, it's probably not going to be that hot. Quinn should try it. It's probably up. not going to be that hot, so we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're trying these chips. Live here on the Bad Medicine Podcast. Um, 
So, all right, Quinn, you get yours ready. We're all going to. Well, we all know Quinn's not going to try it. (laughs) Quinn uh, Ryan Cross says for Quinn to stop using wrestling terms around the marks. Jason Gaffney. (laughs) So we we have these chips now. I'm not touching them, Dave. So don't touch them with your bare hands because we had we did the gummy bear challenge and those were like the world's hottest gummy bears. It was what like nine million scovels. Yeah, yeah, it was scovels. Yeah, they did some damage. Sizemore, what's up from Tennessee? Too Um, many calories. Hey, bring that bag. Bring so the bag over here. So, have you ever have oh. you ever touched jalapenos? Hey, Michaela Soto's on. This is I'm, I'm not. We're not doing anything groundbreaking here, but I just figured I'd go live because we have these pack key chips and we're on the fun, Bad Medicine podcast Techie. again. Make sure has you anybody like, tried these? Subscribe. Has anybody tried these before? Bang the bell. These packy chips. So answer. What's, what, what's your uh, prediction for these chips? Since we can't find a Scoville, it says an insane amount of ghost pepper. Has anybody tried these? Hmm. Anybody? I think it'll be good. Define, I think it'll, I think define it'll, insane. I, think, I, uh, I gotta say, I, I'm a bit skeptical because of the cost and the fact they're yeah. available at Walgreens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I, I'm, I mean, I'm curious more. All right, I'm anything. gonna try. All right, is there, all right. We're, we're gonna, gonna let Dave go first. Right, you gonna I'm gonna put them? my chip I'll do it with answer. All right, I'll do it with answer. Dink it. Hey, <laughs> touch. There we go. You ready? Um, now, mind you, Dave. The last time we did the gummy bear challenge, he spit his gummy bear out after about. Why are you reaching for water? How long do we think Dave got the, with that gummy bear? Oh gosh, maybe forty-five seconds. This is nothing. This really isn't that bad. Oh, so this whole video is this whole live video is just one giant dud. Is what <laughs> yeah. you're saying? One giant That's turd. Dud. Sorry, guys. But huh, it comes this, in at the end a little bit. Dollar ninety nine right. at Walgreens. Who would have figured it'd been a letdown? Now I feel pretty bad that Dave's dollar ninety nine Walgreens chips aren't that hot. <laughs> they weren't devastating. <laughs> yeah, Quinn, you'll actually enjoy it. Kyle Fouch says it's not that hot. No, I was like, Nick don't Miller water says it's going to Nick water from Nick Strength and Power says it's going to be worse coming out than it is don't going do in. The water afterwards, Dave. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's it's yeah. like I ate a fresh chip. jalapeno. Mm. That's all it tastes like to me. The hot. I mean, it's getting pretty hot. The water makes it worse. I'm not going to. As Dave reaches for his water, <laughs> I want to drink, but I can't. <clears throat> ben Trippanier says lick the seasoning off the chips hey. and then eat them. Do oh, it, Dave. That's interesting. Dave, do it. Man up for your peeps. Nowhere in Jason I love how you says, don't have to. You, know, you just, <laughs> just, just a shit stir. Come on, come on yeah. do it. At least I ate two These chips. are actually pretty hot, man. Really? I didn't bring them. Granted, I'm on my third one. Did you guys all eat yours or did yeah. you? Yeah. Quinn didn't. Yeah, I knocked it out like it was nothing. Quinn again didn't touch it. Shocker. And yet he's calling me the bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to I mean, these are. They're definitely hotter than any like <laughs> than any like normal chip is gonna be like like a Dorito like a like a Dorito. Why I dude I made it through the gummy bear challenge easy. <laughs> well, and and I would Dave spit his gummy bear. Oh, I'm and I'm on my third chip. And, and I had four. They're, they're hot. Here, man. take a drink of water. Should I, at this point, I'm like, hey man, how's your burger? Is, there, <laughs> is the water going to make it that much worse? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I was working it. <laughs> no, you should be good. Dave's over there slapping his leg on the ground like water because he's actually worse. burning. So again, for, there's more people joining in. I, this is like one of the biggest like let down live videos. <laughs> Although it is hot. So we did the gummy bear. I don't know. Have you seen this? They're pretty hot. The gummy bear <laughs> challenge down. was like this, this 9 million Scoville whatever. Dave, grab the box. Yeah, we still have one. Yeah, we still, well, we got the box. So we did this. Yeah, we did a little no, nitro. one over there because oh, Quinn didn't eat it. Was, it's the world's hottest gummy bear. Uh, actually, these chips are start. My tongue is burning. <laughs> Take another, Dave. <laughs> so we did this gummy. What? Now my tongue is starting to burn. Hey, look at Andrew. So we did this gummy bear challenge, right? 
And the gummy bear challenge was, what are these, 9 million Scovels or something? Yeah. And if you go on YouTube and look up Lil Nitro. <laughs> they're hot. Um, don't, don't eat them all. If you look up Lil Nitro on YouTube, there's people who eat it. And you have to put it in your uh, mouth and hold it in your mouth for five minutes. And you hold it in your mouth for five minutes without drinking anything. I did that just fine. Andrew did it just fine. Quinn bitches out on all the hot food challenges. Yep. And Dave... I had his two out. bites. I don't Dave spit his pressure. out after like two seconds, right? Dave, so Dave had a leg. We Dave. did this one, and we Video were going to do the one. Piece. We were going to do the one chip challenge, but the problem with the one chip challenge is they're making a comeback. Is like price. you can't get them on their website anymore. People bought them all and are reselling them for like sixty dollars a chip. And look, we've got a pretty good budget yeah, here we're at high the Bad Medicine Podcast, but, but not sixty dollars a chip budget. So. Again, for those of you just joining, Dave went to Walgreens <laughs> and got these packing chips because it said it's uh, haunted ghost pepper. And on the back, it says freaking hot. So I've eaten three of them. They're pretty hot. Somebody said to lick the chip before eating it. And I mean, I hate backing down from a chip. Is it weird? Like if I lick a chip? On you are, you, are you really Why, trying yeah, to turn dude, it? You got to get in the in the shot a little bit. Bad more look. That's our podcast. Bad medicine podcast. You cheesy. Hey, Dave Bay. You should have a podcast. I mean, I yeah. can. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. It's literally how a phone works. I can. This is what they see. Is what this. I'm just trying to get the logo in. Yeah, oh, so they Jesus, know because it's, it's the bad medicine podcast. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment on YouTube. Bang the bell. Links. Likes are free. This is like a half a chip. Do we have any full chips in here? Hey, for, oh. since we're on camera right now, Andrew, why don't you send us home, and then we'll keep Dave's live stream keep going. Live stream going. All right. So there you have the one of the hottest chips. For only a dollar ninety nine at Walgreens, you can lick. have it too, and be disappointed yourself. I'm trying to find a full chip. Oh, to lick. lick it right there. Lick, <laughs> lick that it. one. This lick is it. the That's biggest chip. Right before right. Andrew sends Everybody us home. Everybody says lick the chip. <laughs> lick the chip. Right, right, lick right, the chip. And take that seasoned one right there. That seasoned one, Dave. That one right there. <laughs> there, now Diamond Dave, eat the chip. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, I licked the chip. I feel like that was super creepy. But people were saying lick the chip. It's like a goddamn megalodon. <laughs> and that one, this one? Yeah. Does this one? That has some season on it. This get one it. has the most seasoning right here. Yeah, Why don't you it. just dump the get get it. Of crumbs in it? In your mouth. Dave, get some. <laughs> <laughs> At least be central. Give him something. What in a goddamn Bob Chickarillo jumps in? <laughs> well, Bob, you saw Bob Chickarillo wondering what I'm doing and given when you join in. I heard this guy fair. do what? So we did the little nitro. Okay, these chips are starting to get hot. We did the little nitro challenge maybe a month ago or so. If you look on YouTube for the little nitro challenge. Basically, keep going. Andrew sent us Oh, home. there we go. Basically, <laughs> that's how you cut someone is. off in the biz. Uh, <laughs> All right. So for Diamond Dave Damone, right. we got the Appleton Oak. But I'm gonna stay live. Dave Bay, uh, Mr. Mason Quinn. With Make the sure you like, comment, subscribe, bang that bell, <laughs> smash that subscribe button. The likes are free. Look for the links that Diamond Dave's gonna put up. Boom. Oh. That's right. So from the man from the mouth of the 54 inch chest, <laughs> Mason Quinn, and I, of course, am the answer. Good night. Right. You know. We're still live Give on me two. Facebook. We just wrapped up the podcast.